Welcome to the Business Meet Soul podcast. I'm your host, Tara Hegarty, and on this show, you can expect powerful soul-shifting conversations to help you effortlessly expand, align your energy, and unlock your infinite potential in life and business. Because your definition of success isn't determined by an endpoint or goal. For you, success is the byproduct of being who you are, doing what you love, and living in alignment with your soul. Are you ready to anchor into deeper layers of abundance, service, and freedom together? Let's dive in. Welcome to Business Meet Soul podcast, where today we have the beautiful Beck Hall, who is a yoga teacher and breathwork facilitator, specializing in guiding people towards physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. With a passion for wellness, she teaches yoga, leads retreats, and she also co-owns Spirit Cacao, a ceremonial cacao business alongside Dan P from Spirit Breathwork. Welcome, Beck. Thanks for chatting with me today. Oh, thank you so much, Tara. I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me into this space. It's a real honor. And Beck, I know you personally, and can I just say your your light, your <laughs> energy is so infectious to be around. It's like you're this like magnetic soul <laughs> that you just want to be around day in and day out. And like I know that you have quite a story that mm-hmm. has led you on the path you're on today. Can you share just, you know, this little bit about you, your personal story, and how you found your calling to be in the wellness space now? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad there's no camera here because you've just made my eyes well up with tears with those beautiful words. <laughs> um, thank you so much. That's really, really special and means a lot to me. Um, oh, I don't know. Well, I'm getting emotional that, now. <laughs> that actually really touched my heart. So thank you so much for saying that. That's really beautiful. And yeah, I I, I really love that that's how I am seen um, because I do feel like I have this inner light that just radiates love and warmth because that's how I genuinely feel every single day. I just, I've been through some things that just really shaped and changed the way I show up in the world. And yeah, it was actually a journey that I went through eight years ago now, which is just so hard to believe. But um, it, some will say it was a true awakening, and it's probably the easiest way that I can explain that journey. Um, so eight years ago, I went through a year-long process with breast cancer and ovarian cancer, um, and it was actually through that experience that I just woke the hell up <laughs> in a way with, without sounding cliche, but I actually just started to really dissect and unpack my values, how I was living, and started to manifest and dream of a life that I knew I had waiting for me. And it was in those deep dark spaces where I really had to use the power within me and I share this so often when I'm facilitating breath work when I'm facilitating yoga and that is that everything that we truly need is within us 
And it was through those dark, tough, hard times, difficult times that I just really grounded and used the tools that I'd started to collect along my journey up until that time that I really had to start embodying them. And, you know, I just used the power of manifestation. I started reading books. I started listening to podcasts. I started creating vision boards. I filled multiple journals and I just started to really think about how I wanted my life to look after this year of treatment. Um, I was told that I had to endure so many surgeries and so much treatment and it was it was a, a difficult decision to even accept that I had to do that treatment, but it was the cancer had progressed to such a late stage when it was found due to an actual um, a gene that I carry. It's called the BRCA1, and it's a breast cancer ovarian cancer gene that is uh, was has quite a lot of it in my family. So really long story, but I I accepted the treatment, but I also supported my body mentally, physically, and emotionally with daily rituals, as I said, reading books, podcasts, swimming in the ocean as often as I could, practicing yoga as often as I, as I could, walking in the beautiful sunshine as often as I could, and nourishing my body with really beautiful food. And I also took uh, medicinal marijuana through my treatment and I know that all of those things were helping my physical, emotional and spiritual well-being. And it was through that journey that I started to see and tap into other source, if you like, and connect with spirit guides and ancestors and call in people to support me through what I was experiencing, really. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is. What stage were you in? So you mentioned breast and, and ovarian cancer. What stages were you sitting at and are you completely free now or how is that looking? Sure. So I was actually at stage four and I'm mm. com- in complete remission now. Um, so the cancer had progressed. I actually had what they call a triple negative tumour in my breast and multiple tiny tumours sitting on, I only had one ovary, so I had tiny tumours sitting on um, my left ovary, which is the same side that my breast cancer was on, the Mm. feminine side. Mm. Um, And I, but the breast cancer was actually at stage four, so it had progressed really quickly. I'd been having yearly tests just to monitor um, any any signs of it just because of this particular gene and the fact that my mom and my aunties and my grandmother and lots of people had had it. So I was keeping an eye on it and just getting everything checked. And it was about, I was about three months off my yearly check and I was doing yoga and I found the lump and it was huge. And intuitively I just tuned in and I was like, oh shit, this is, uh, I, yeah, it's happening. I was actually had developed a really bad chest infection and I just couldn't shake it and I remember my friends at the girlfriends at the time that I was living with they're just like oh it's so unusual for you to be sick you know I, I was I actually was working in corporate and had a really quite a big sales role job but I was really fit and healthy I was you know I was practicing yoga every day I was swimming in the ocean every day but I just couldn't shake this 
um, chest infection and I, I just knew that something was up. Um, so yeah, I basically, I found the lump on the Thursday. I'd actually just started my yoga teacher training. So that had to be pushed to the side, um, found the lump on the Thursday, went to the doctor on the Friday, got the results on the Tuesday, went back to the doctor on the Wednesday and by that Saturday morning following, I actually was having surgery. Um, and then three weeks after the surgery was when I started intense chemotherapy. Yeah, and then wow. following that, um, <clears throat> had other multiple surgeries, and then I had an oophorectomy, which is where they remove the ovary. Well, I had partial right ovary, but remove the left ovary and my fallopian tubes. But I was able to keep my womb. Um, mm. I can't have children, but I was still able to, you know, keep that really sacred space in my body, which is, was really important to me. Um, yeah, and it was just yeah, it was was tough. <laughs> it was mm. it was hectic it was stressful it was traumatic it was painful but from that I just it's really hard to put into words but from that came so much growth for me like so much personally physically and spiritually like I really started to tune in I always knew that I had these special gifts within me you know I even mm. remember as a little girl just feeling things or seeing things before that even happened or you know touching trees and just what and just dreaming of these of, of a life that I wasn't living but not really having anybody in my world close to me understanding spirituality or anybody to sort of guide that for me so um you yeah. know and that's perfectly fine I have a beautiful family but they only knew what they knew right they didn't understand the quirkiness of me or the the all these visions I'd have or these dreams I'd have and I you know this light within me I I remember as a little girl people saying to me you know oh you're so bright and you know I've had that my whole life but I didn't really understand it but now I really do <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. thank you for sharing Beck. you know I always knew a little bit about your journey but hearing it all today has really been powerful like you, you said it's you know so much trauma is really tough you know not only were you kind of going through the physical trauma um you know you're also going through trauma on so many different levels emotional um and everything as well uh you know I, I feel like we have these pivotal moments in our life that takes us off on one path and then puts us on the next or for some it slams us into the next and it's up to us to like sink or swim and it blows me away that the the strength of the human spirit and you know you've I'm sure you had family and friends and as you said you were kind of relying on some books and you know journaling and doing self-reflection through that whole process and you know understanding the sacredness of the womb and you know what you're about to embark on and having all that all those bits of pieces kind of coming through you through that whole process to allow you to 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 swim to allow you to float you know and float higher and yes. um, it's a testament to you today to go through stage four cancers and come out and you know be able to still shine your light and you know not have that incident dim it in any way it's been the complete opposite and you know though despite the adversities we face in life they have this way of shaping us and influencing our perspectives and Beck, your transformative journey has molded you into this remarkable individual you know someone who embodies courage determination and deep compassion you know, I have a deep awareness on that. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I have this um, 
you know, it's like this deep awareness on the value of life, you know, mm. the miracles that come from it and how important it is to honor our spirit in this lifetime, which I feel yoga really embodies that. Hey, it, it really encapsulates that philosophy by providing profound pathways to mm. delve into mindfulness to mm. cultivate compassion and really embark on that journey of self-discovery. Mm. As someone who deeply appreciates the value of life and the transformative power of yoga, how do the principles of yoga resonate with you personally? Could you share how these principles influence your teaching and daily mm. life and what aspects of yoga that yeah. you love and have shaped your day-to-day -day existence? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Yoga was a huge part of my healing journey. Mm. It was just so profound for me. And it was, I remember actually through my treatment, I had the most amazing yoga teacher on the Gold Coast, Dorina Scales of Peace Yoga in Burley. She's just the most amazing woman. She is literally a walking angel and she supported me endlessly through my journey. And I remember going to her classes, you know, when I had not a hair on my body and I was all puffy and felt so ill and I'd take my little medicinal marijuana oil and I'd go and eat an acai bowl and I'd take myself to yoga and she would literally wrap me up in blankets and put a bolster under my knees and just massage my forehead and I would just be in, be in the space of yoga and you know, tapping into all the wisdom that was being shared by her. And even though I wasn't physically practicing, it was such an uh, emotional, mental and spiritual experience for me. And I did that through my whole treatment. And I think it was like only a week or not even a week after my completion of radiation that, well, just before that, my friends did, an, a couple of my friends did amazing um, uh where they raised money fundraiser and really long story short, they sent me to a festival called Wonderlust and then they sent me to a health retreat um, in the Noosa hinterlands called Living Valley. And I finished treatment, I packed my bag and I was like, I'm out of here. I am fed up with doctors, hospitals, blood tests. I am out. And I hit the road and I went to this Wonderlust festival and I did, I mean, I did as much as I could because I was still recovering and I was as as soon as I did my first yoga class, I was like, I need this. This is what I need to do. Yoga has been such a healing space for me to be in on so many levels through this journey. I'm ready to go back and because I'd started my um, training, but I had to put it on hold. So it was at Wonderlust. I was like, Yep, I'm going to do my yoga training. I went to the health retreat. I spent two weeks there. I mean, I could hardly even walk in drive in the driveway I was so depleted I was so exhausted but I had such a transformation over the two weeks of this health retreat on my second last day there I climbed Mount Pomona um, which is a like Mount Karura if people know it by that name which is a really tough climb but I was determined to do it at the end of this treatment and when I got to the top of this mountain I, I'll never forget it I sat there and I connected with this tree and I just sat in the sunshine and I was like tears were streaming down my face I was so proud of myself and I just got this message that you will your light is ready to be shared you have so much ahead of you you just need to trust the process and I got down from that mountain I went online and I booked a yoga teacher training in Bali and I think it was like six months later that I went to Bali not even 
and did my yoga teacher training. And while physically I wasn't fully back, you know, I had restricted movements in my chest because I'd had a double mastectomy and I had a little, quite a lot of restriction in my body. I also had all my lymph nodes removed, 28 of them under my left armpits because the cancer had started to spread. Um, so I was really restricted in my movement, but I was so damn determined. I have a really strong constitution and I just was like, I am doing this, whether I can do this, these yoga poses or not. And I just met the most incredible people. So many of the people from that training are still a big part of my life. And it was the philosophy of yoga, the principles of yoga, the the way I was able to let go of the restrictions that were in my body and fully embody the teachings and the philosophy and the principles. Um, we talk about the eight limbs of yoga and, you know, ways of living out my life, you know, from a place of love and truth and compassion and embodying the experience for my unique body's way. And I started to pick up all this all this information that I'm like, there's so much more to yoga. It's not just the physical practice. It doesn't matter that my body is limited in what I can do now, but all of this information about the, um, the how to embody the practice of yoga, I was like, this is how I want to share this practice. And that's how I feel I teach today. Um, you know, I really to connect the philosophy of yoga and the principles of yoga and share with people that the way we practice and the way we move is in our unique body's way. It doesn't matter if you can touch your toes, if you can do a handstand, it's the way you show up in your life and the way you present yourself and the way are you able to speak your truth and can you you know, I, I, I use lots of different, you know, I tap into the body meridians and the chakra system and I, um, all of these things that I use and I weave all of this knowledge and these sprinkles of wisdom into the way that I share this beautiful practice. And every single day, yoga teaches me something more. Every single day, I get so much more information and knowledge that comes through me, so much that I share and show so much that I speak, I'm receiving messages, I'm tapping into source, I'm receiving divine guidance. And it's often what I share is what I need to hear or what I need to receive as well. But I'm sharing it so that this medicine, this healing practice, this modality, whatever you want to call it, is spread to people that need it the most. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for the practice and what it continues to bring into my life and what it continues to teach me every single day. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful, Beck. And it seems like it is just this way of life, you know, embodying mm. more of that truth and compassion. Yes. And how yes. cool, like you've got this beautiful energy flowing through you. Mm. You know, as you said, it, it doesn't really depend on um, what flexible you know how flexible you are in your body or you know where you are you know age-wise or anything like that mm -hmm. I love the fact that you don't have to be doing handstands you can still get that energy flowing through this aspect of um this way of life isn't it it's and and I love the fact that you said you're this open channel and things just start to drop in and it's these messages that you get on a day-to-day -day basis that you get to share and it's also a message for you. 
And and what I love also about your work is that it isn't actually bound to the mat. It extends beyond this with breathwork retreats and immersive experiences. Can we dive into that? Like many of us have this thirst, you know, for exploring more, experiencing different ways to cultivate self-awareness and and develop personally. And then when something like lands deep in your heart, when something Mm -hmm. shifts you at an emotional or spiritual level, then you want to open that box, don't you? And you want to see what else is inside. And I'm sure that's probably how breathwork is presented to you. So I would love to know, like, how has breathwork helped you and what made you step into working alongside spirit breathwork? Oh, my gosh, it's such a story (laughs) and try and keep it not so long. (laughs) But it's really, it's really pivotal to where I actually am. And and it's, it's, it has been such a, such an opportunity for growth for me, stepping into the breathwork space. And I actually went to a breathwork. I had a beautiful session with a local girl here only about a year and a half ago now. Um, And it was probably two years ago, actually. And I had an incredible experience. I have what you call a rebirth. So it was my first ever breath work. I did one-on-one with her. I went through this beautiful rebirth. Her name's Mindy. She lives on the sunny coast. She's a beautiful soul. And I just remember coming out of the experience feeling this warmth radiating from my body. And I just was like, I just was, it was so profound for me. I had this, I could, I visualize, I could see my journey right before me unfold. And I got some really powerful messages in that breath work um, that it's something that I need to explore. And I went and dived in the ocean, went swimming because I was so hot. I remember feeling this heat through my body. So I went into the ocean, I cooled down. And as I do, I sat and I reflected and I, got a message saying this is something that you may be that's something that you should embody or look Mm. into more and so I I went online I googled breathwork training and I was like I wonder if anybody does it was sort of just starting to come into my awareness I was like I wonder if anyone does breathwork training on the sunny coast I'd love to learn more maybe there's a retreat or something anyhow went online I found spirit breathwork straight away and I found a couple of others but I just kept being led back to spirit breathwork and that night I went to watch um, some music at night quarter and uh, Oka actually, um, rest his soul, he's no longer with us, but I went to watch Oka at Night Quarter. And this guy that I'd seen online was there handing out flyers. And I was like, oh, that's that guy from Spirit Breathwork. And so I went up to him, his name is Dan P, and I, and I grabbed one of the flyers and I was like, oh, I've just booked a call with you. I'm interested in your breathwork training. And he's like, oh, amazing, awesome, yep, anyhow, Cut a really long story short, I went home and I just booked it. <laughs> I just booked this retreat. <laughs> Still had the call, but I was like, no, I just felt this instant connection. Yeah. And I said to him, I feel like there's something. I think I'm going to – I actually said to him, I think I'm going to work for you. And he was like, oh, okay. I I can't even remember what he said. And it was I was just like, yeah, there was something really um, – I just had a really great connection and I thought this is something I really want to dive deeper into. So went home, booked it, had the call, paid for it on the Monday – and then I, I can't even think it was like only a few weeks later I went and did the course. And it was incredible. It was completely transformational for me. 
it expanded my awareness and it excelled the the messages that I was receiving just so powerfully and it was within a day and I was like, yeah, this is exactly where I need to be. This modality complementing yoga and what I already do is going to be so powerful and I just knew that there was so much more to come from it. Mm. Um, so I had an incredible experience. There was like 25 of us on the retreat and we just became like family and it is my family now. I... Um, Maybe six months after that, I stepped into a more permanent role working alongside Dan P of Spirit Breathwork and um, co. I do a lot of events with him. I co-facilitate at the Spirit Breathwork um, facilitator training retreats now, which I absolutely love. And I've been a part of many, many trainings and retreats since joining Dan um, just a year ago now, but I think we've done like 10 retreats together and multiple events and just watching the transformation every single time through the power of the breath has been incredible. And it's just been such an honour to work alongside mm -hmm. of him and grow with him and learn from him and just bring this modality into what I already do and make it a big part of my life. Yeah, mm. it's it sounds like you've, you've found someone who not only shares the same values and outlook, um, it's, and, and when you do, uh, and and I might add human design profile, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, human. We're both manifestors, which sometimes doesn't work into our favor. Working alongside of each other, we can get a bit lost, yeah, and we get on a bit of a tangent. It's like, oh no, we've created. <laughs> five other things before we finish that project um but I think we work really well together and mm. we have the same passion for mm. you know this this impact that we want to have on humanity mm. and it's been really it's been a really beautiful experience to as I said work alongside him and just get to know his beautiful family and who I just love and yeah mm. it's just such an exciting there's so many exciting things coming through for spirit breath work that I'm a part of and yeah. I just feel such gratitude for you know he he just he really respects the work that I do and it gives and it, you know being in the spirit breath work community it still gives me the freedom to still focus and share the yoga because I do facilitate yoga teacher trainings mm. alongside my bestie Anna Martin who have Momentum Yoga School so yeah. it still gives me the freedom and flexibility to work on or continue the yoga life but then really dive deep into my passion and that is with spirit breath work and yeah there's some amazing things coming for spirit breath work and um, us branching out globally and taking this medicine to the world. And it's just so beautiful to be a part of that. No, yeah. And don't you love when you co-create with someone that you do share that same vision with? It's like as if the entire world suddenly starts to understand you with that person. And it's like this yeah small but powerful battery that just keeps fueling your life and opening up doors to unimaginable places and experiences and it's truly inspiring to hear about your collaboration with Dan and how your strengths are complementing each other and yeah. the fact that you both co-founded Spirit Cacao which is a ceremonial cacao 
where you yes. infuse sacred cacao ceremonies in your offerings. I'm curious to know how this journey has been for you so far. Yeah, sure. Oh, yes, that's another exciting project we're working on. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and it's it's just been a really beautiful unfolding. I really value Dan and I's friendship and it's been really nice to weave the cacao ceremonies into the Spirit Breathwork offerings with all of mm-hmm. our events. Um, so Dan and our dear brother, Azza, they have the Spirit Cacao business together and I have now stepped into that partnership with Dan and we we have created these beautiful offerings with with Mama Cacao through our events and running some really amazing conscious dance events in the community on the Sunshine Coast initially, but we are branching out. Um, they'll be taken throughout Australia and then eventually we'll be taking them globally as well. Um, so that's using our sacred plant medicine that we sourced from North Peru so mm-hmm. our cacao is ceremonial grey cacao. It's organic, fair trade, and we hold these beautiful cacao ceremonies to help people really activate and open their heart space so that they can give more and receive more and really tap into that innate wisdom that is within them. And sharing this beautiful medicine has been so profound for me because it's been another part of my healing process. It probably, cacao's been in my awareness for a couple of years now and I've really taken a lot of time to sit with the medicine to help it really land in my heart and to how it feels. Mm. So when Dan asked if I wanted to go into partnership with him, it was a full body yes because I have created such a a beautiful relationship with cacao and um, I'm actually heading to Peru early next year to connect with the farmers and the growers and and do some more work around Mama Cacao and we have some other exciting things coming forward in that space as well. So, yeah, it was a really natural and organic unfolding and it's just, you know, we're at the infancy stages but we're, our new website's just about to be launched. We've got new packaging. We're just about to announce our ambas- ambassadors, which will be a national strategy that we'll release. And, yeah, so many things are coming through for that as well and it's very <laughs> exciting and it just all complements oh. everything that I do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I feel like co-creation is like this beautiful symphony of creativity, action, and, and, and collaboration. And it's so, so incredible to hear that you're infusing cacao ceremonies into your offerings. I feel yes. like my experience with cacao, it's it's really this beautiful, enriching plant that opens the heart, this yes. portal to your inner self. And, and then yes. sharing that with others is a truly beautiful endeavor and for you to hold space. And I've seen mm. you in action in your ceremonies and it's really beautiful to see how you can hold, you know, 40, 50 people in cacao ceremonies and each have this beautiful individual experience that really, as I said, opens that heart and really opens that portal to their their inner self. And it's a wonderful thing to to witness and uh, watch from afar. Beck, are there any like talking about that and, you know, how you're holding space for people and, mm. and, you know, through cacao ceremonies, through your yoga and through breath work, you know, are there any tips I guess practical tips that you could provide that have really helped you that you want to share with people a lot of people at the moment are feeling quite energetically drained you know there's a lot going on in the world with um, different 
energies moving, mm-hmm. the earth shifting, planets are moving around. So anything to kind of keep us grounded and 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 safe and nurtured. You know, do you have anything that you'd like to share with us? Oh, so many. <laughs> <laughs> top one. What's your top one? <laughs> top one would be grounding, like mm-hmm. connecting with this beautiful earth that we sit upon, Pachamama. Take yourself into a space where you feel safe, whether that is at the ocean, at your favourite park, the forest behind where you live, just in your backyard, just sit on the earth and feel Mother Earth holding you. Place your hands on the earth, breathe, feel the sunlight touching your skin. Just take some time to sit, to ground, to decompress, to connect and to just breathe. And I I know that, you know, that has been one of my big things that I do. You know, we're busy. We're all busy, right? You know, some days I don't get to do my ritual and I don't get to do my yoga practice and I have really long days. But there's always just, it doesn't take long, you know, five, ten minutes just outside, hands on the earth, sun on my face, take a big few deep breaths in, just that grounding and decompression. But but even doing that subtly each day or even before an event, I find if I do that before I hold space, actually talking about, I think we spoke about Prana Fest just before, but mm. um, like at Prana Fest, doing the cacao ceremonies and we had seven events, it was it was really busy and there was a lot of people, there was a lot of energy and I was facilitating multiple um, ceremonies with lots and lots of people and there was very small snippets and I just would, hide out the back of the tent I just put my hands on the earth take a few big deep breaths face my face to the sun and I just be like okay I've got this and just go back in and I think when you are facilitating if you are coming from a place of love and it's something that you are deeply passionate about and that you embody it is delivered that way and it's received that way Mm. um and that's been a, a really that was like a big shift for me, I think, facilitating. And, and I really got a lot of the tools and techniques through them. I've done lots of trainings, lots of courses, lots of retreats. But I always just, if I can go within and just focus on my breath and just practice those decompressing, grounding techniques, it always helps me show up and deliver from a place of love. And that's how it's received I hope <laughs> um, I already feel grounded now back after you just said that <laughs> so you can just <laughs> energetically that's worked oh Becca it was truly amazing to chat with you I know we've gone deep into the world of yoga breath work and ceremonial cacao thank you so very much you're so welcome it was so lovely to to do this with you and um yeah anyone that knows me knows that I, can, I have a lot to share and a lot to say so I could talk for hours but I think what we've shared um hopefully helps um yeah and thank you so much for inviting me it was really lovely to connect in this way yeah I agree and I think we've given some great insights how people can help transform their lives and enhance their well-being and be sure to check out the show notes because I'll put all the details Uh, in there that we've covered today thanks Beck for such an enlightening conversation I really truly appreciate it thank you thank you so much I appreciate you
All right, friends, that concludes today's conversation. If it lifted your spirit or touched your soul, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review and subscribe to this podcast so that more souls can be impacted by these life-changing conversations. And if you're not ready for this episode to end, head over to tarahegarty.com to get the show notes for today's episode. I love you so much and thank you for being here. I'll see you next week for another episode of Business Meets Soul.